You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm gonna take him down, make him tired, and make him tough. Islam Bahashev! It is all over! It is all over! Dean Thomas, beautiful rear naked choke! You know, everybody needs a little break. I took a little break now, I'm back to break people. Dean Thomas! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. I should have made we're out of here. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Interesting show. Not that anybody cares. We're recording early today because our guests are in Abu Dhabi. Um, thank you, Dean, for joining us. Uh, we always love when you're here. You're over in Abu Dhabi, right? Yeah, I just got in right now. I just landed and skedaddled through the airport just so I could make the show. Did you fly coach? Man, listen, I am the coach. I don't fly coach, though. Ah, <laughs> I, I flew. You see what I'm saying? I flew. I flew. I flew business class. They hooked me up. Dean, you're back on Fight Island, man. I know, man. We had a lot of memories. This is your first time over there without me. You realize that. I know, and I feel bad about it. I like when you're being here with you. You know what I'm saying? You be getting in fights and stuff with people. We have to get to our first guest. I got nothing to do. Sorry? Our first guest is in the waiting room. God, Jimmy? I'm Can sorry. I did catch up? All right, catch up. Fuck. All right, let's get our first He guest. was there before we were. I always hate when we come in. Brett Okamoto is our first guest, and we have Islam Makashev coming up, but Brett was already in the waiting room before we arrived. Not being like a dick. It's not like it's fucking, uh, you know, Islam waiting. <laughs> How about we no. get Let's get Brett in. Now I'm being rude, Jimmy. Brett, can you hear us? Yeah, I got you. Hey, buddy. We're talking about Matt saw the new Dune movie, which I have not seen. Um, have you seen it? I have not. I heard it's, I heard it's uh, all the rage, though. Oh, it's not popular to say now, but it's the tits. <laughs> anyway, when, when did you arrive in uh, Abu Dhabi? How far in advance do you go when you when you got uh, an event like this? Uh, I got in last night. So right now it's uh, 730 p.m. local time. I got in about 24 hours ago. Do you like the traveling for like gigs like that? Do you a lot of guys hate it? And like, I happen to like it when I have to go somewhere and do something. I don't mind taking a trip. Uh, usually I like it. Um, but if, you know, I've been here, I've been to Abu Dhabi a few times and it, it is a long, 
trek out here, guys. So uh, it's not really one I look forward to, honestly, but this is a good card. I really, I really wanted to watch, see this card, so I, I wanted to come out for it. Hey, Brett, were you and Coach? <laughs> obviously <laughs> not. Obviously not. So seriously, stop pitching, dude. I, I've been on that flight. It's fucking awesome. Can I see your watch again? Yeah. Holy shit. That looked, the last time I seen a watch that big, it was on Flavor Flav's fucking neck. That thing is huge. That's a great That's watch, a dude. Fucking, yeah. You probably have a good left. Oh, wait a minute. But you didn't, he didn't answer if he was in coach or not. Oh, fuck. J. Dean Thomas, we don't have to answer that. Yeah, no. No, no, no. You, you, this is going to, hold on. This is actually a good question. It's going to blow your guys' mind. So my contract, I, I have coach. I, no, I'm sorry. I have business in my contract. Yeah. But I flew out here with four guys who don't have it. So I took one for the team and, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to be, you know, bougie and sit up in business. So I sat back. With them. What a nice, not hey, only would I have sat in, I would have not only sat in business, I would have tried to upgrade to first. So I was even yeah. further away from my friends. You're a better person than I am. You sure are. Yeah, well, it's going to sound like I'm trying to put myself over, but I, I did do that. Yeah. I wanted to hang out with my boys as we were flying over. I wouldn't have. That was, <laughs> we know that, Dean. No we way. That, that shows Dean. that shows a lot, right there, about the kind of person you are. If it was myself, Ray Longo, and Dean Thomas, and Jimmy Norton, and I was, and it was I was the guy with business class. I would yeah. fucking heckle him. I would call to him up. Fair, and, I would call him up and tell the flight attendant, "I don't know what the fuck they're doing in my." They belong. To be fair, I told them that next time I'm taking the business trip because we had crying babies all around us for 12 hours coming over here. So I was like, "This is it." Guys, next time I'm I'm up in business. I wouldn't fly coach <laughs> if it would save my friend's life. You're definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you though, but what a what a freaking call this weekend! Amazing, you say that a lot, but holy shit. I mean, which fight are you guys looking forward to the most? Obviously, I, I want to see Teixeira blow, which is just because Teixeira's 41, and it's like, I, I can't believe he's fighting for the title. Like, I'm, I'm really, really happy for him. And uh, I like Blahovich, but I would love to see Teixeira do it just because at his age, it's such a, such a miracle to get that far and, and to have been on such a run like he's on. I want to see Peter Jan, man. Yeah. And Corey Sanhagen. That's the fight right there. For me, the best, the best style fight is that one, Dean. It's that interim bantamweight title fight however i will say like and this is this is maybe um you know because when i get to talk to these guys like i get influenced by him dan hooker is really confident guys and like he, he's, he's a big underdog to islam I'm, I'm i think you know everybody's picking islam in this fight but dan is like when you when you talk to him he's like i'm winning this fight everybody thinks i'm losing it, it, it his confidence almost reminds me matt of when uh weidman fought fought Anderson Silva, dude. It really does. I'm not just saying that. It's like, you know, when Weidman kind of knew something that everybody else didn't, you know, and Weidman was just so super confident. That's kind of how I feel about Dan Hooker this week. The only difference there, a huge difference actually, is Weidman had the ability ability to put it where he wanted it, and everybody, nobody expected him to win by, by punches. I mean, everybody thought, all right, he's that wrestler, if he can get it down. With this fight, Islam, he does blend those takedowns in beautifully. So if it is close standing up, they're both they're both dynamic strikers. But that that the, the, the takedown, the blend with the takedowns, that Sambo style, I think that's going to make a huge difference in this. He's got a beautiful takedowns. You know what I mean? But, but listen, but if Dan Hooker has any one thing, that is that unpredictable need that he slides up the middle that most guys just don't see. And he does that so naturally. And that's how he caught Gilbert Burns. That's how he caught a bunch of guys, 
you know, Ross Pearson, they just don't see it coming. So to me, that could be a factor that he's playing into to say, listen, I'm going to catch him with one of these knees as he, he thinks he's, uh, he think he's going to get a slick one on me. And look, we might be talking about a fight where that as it, as it plays out, the Islam just dominates him. That could happen. Right. Yeah. But, that, and that's for Dan, sure. Look what he did Dan to Drew Dober. Dan is so freaking confident, man. I, I just really like his confidence. He's loose. He's like, I got nothing to lose in this fight. You know, it's one of those types of fights where like the underdog just seems kind of like just mentally ready to go, you know? Yeah, I can never tell, by the way, they like, you know, for I, I always thought that I could tell, like reading people, I can never tell how a fight's going to go by their, the attitude or the face, because sometimes they walk in supremely confident and get killed. And then there's other times where I'm like, wow, he's not even making eye contact. And you look at Jose Aldo, he never looks confident before a fight. He's always kind of looking down, you know, and, 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 uh, I can never tell by that. But, uh, after Drew Dober was dominated so much, uh, by his, it's really hard to see anybody beating him standing up. Uh, back to the Glover fight. There's been, I'll tell you, uh, and, and Anthony Smith comes to, to mind, his fight with Anthony Smith. How many times do we count him out? Or be like, oh, like this is a, you know, I love him, but this will be a rough fight. And then he pulls it through. That Anthony Smith fight, I mean, uh, that, that, I mean, it's not that he had to win anybody over, but wow. He had to deal with an onslaught where you're like, oh, this is the best Anthony Smith ever. And then you see him, not only did he weather it, he came back to just get on top of Anthony, apologize and said, Hey man, sorry, buddy. It's the game. You know, I don't know if you remember that fight. He's told me. <laughs> and um, who else did he put the sleep right in front of me? He got in the head and arm triangle. Uh, oh, you're talking about, um, trying to tip my Cutalaba. Yes. Yes. Yeah. When he fought Cutalaba, another yeah. one, I was like, Whoa, dude, he mounted him and just his jujitsu. You can't sleep on it, man. And the way, yeah. and, and with his fight IQ, he's been in the game so long, he trains the right way. I'm really, it's truly a Rocky story, a Brazilian Rocky story. Yeah. So it, I think he could get the upset. I really do. Yeah, I like his chances. The only thing I'm concerned with is he does have to take a little bit of punishment to get what he wants later. And Jan is not the guy you want to get hit with early on. You know, Jan had, packs a little bit too much power. Almost like when he fought Anthony Johnson, it was like he took them shots too early. So if he can get through that, I like Glover's chances. It's exciting. It really is. Because what is he, 43, 42? 41, I, I think thought. Four. Oh. Yeah, I think he's 42. And uh, Jan's 37. And that's like, uh, I was thinking about this today, that it would, like when you when you talk about the, all these matchups, you know, and all these different things that go into it, a lot of times, like, experience is, uh, you know, it can play a huge factor. But both these guys are super experienced. And isn't it weird that these two have never fought before? How have these two been fighting in that light heavyweight division for all these years and been as good as they have been, and, and we've never seen them fight? I, I think it's it's kind of being slept on, and I get it, because if I'm being honest, I think the Bantamweight fight is slightly more interesting from a, a stylistic matchup. You got Hamzat coming back. You got Islam fighting Dan Hooker. So I get it why it's being overshadowed, but it's a, it's a, it's a darn good main event. Have they ever been scheduled to fight and had it called off, or has it never even been no. attempted to be scheduled? Never even been attempted. Can I can I just say that I'm looking at their ages here, and Jan Blahovitz is 38, and Glover Teixeira is, is 41. They could have went to high school together. There's not that much. Yeah. Fucking, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but you know what? 38 in Poland is like 48 anywhere else. Them, <laughs> them boys is cold out there, and they live hard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to cancel, ain't I? They going to cancel me? <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, uh, Peter Jan and Corey Sandhagen, I've been thinking about this one so much. I really liked, uh, I like both their mindset. I mean, because like Corey, like he's a thinker. 
Like I like he said something just now. I saw in the uh, the pre-fight uh, press conference or whatever, and he said something where he likes to think of it almost like ancient war, where mm-hmm. TJ's village is on fire from what is still on fire. Yeah, uh, Aljo had to retreat and retreat I'm the land, yeah. and I'm like, oh fuck, that made me, <laughs> that just dude. I was like, I did the nipple test. Like, oh shit, <laughs> the nipples are hard. I and you know, Jan just has such belief in himself. He doesn't believe he's lost the belt. And I mean, it was a technicality. It was a fucking mistake, but it's not like the guy got a beating and got his belt taken. When's the last time the guy took a beating? The guy fucking... Man. Shit. I was there when he fought Jose Aldo. And I'll tell you, Jose Aldo wasn't going down easy in that fucking fight, Brett. I don't know if you were there on Fight Island for that. I mean, when... I remember watching that fight too, man. I wasn't there, but yeah. He got Aldo cracks him, man, and he brushed it off like it was nothing. Like he's an absolute gangster. And look how good Aldo has been since then. Like, like yeah. if there was any kind of feeling of like, oh, maybe Aldo's lost a step. Like, no, dude. Like he's he's looked really good since then. He looked good that night until yeah. it was just who's gonna break first. Peter Jan is is I'm not unbreakable, breakable, but he's not stopping until you literally got to put his lights out. And he's fucking intelligent. He's not just a barbarian. He needed to give his backup once to Aljo for Aljo to take it. He mm-hmm. wasn't. Yeah, I, there's things I've seen in that fight. I'm like, oh, this guy, he did his homework. Even up against the cage, getting up. He'll take taking me to give that backup. He knew. He knew his chances of surviving a shot is better than surviving Aljo on his back. I mean, these are little things that. Who are you picking in that fight, man? I'll tell you, I'm having a hard time with it. I really am. It's hard to pick against Corey because he's very calculated. And but 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 Pete Jan is a it's just a killer. He's just a killer. So I'm really it's 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 up. It's so back and forth in my head. I'm I, I might I, I mean I I don't know, guys. Right? I'm gonna I'll know before the end of the show. What are you guys thinking? I don't know if you can make a, a legit pick, but Dean Thomas. I'm going Corey. Man, I'm going Corey Sanhagen. I think that the movement that he has, like Peter Jan is a, is fantastic and he's a killer, but I think he kind of needs somebody to stand right in front of him to really showcase that. And Corey Sandhagen is going to be moving in and out and fainting and giving him so many different looks. I think that could give him a, a, an issue. But if it doesn't, then, you know, Corey Sandhagen might be in for a long night. But I think Corey Sandhagen will be able, be able to pull that off. How do you think he beats him? Do you think he beats him standing or do you think he wants to take him to the ground? No, I think he beats him standing. I think he just kind of points him, points him, touches him up, and makes it look really, really slick. Decision. 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 There's no way he knocks Peter Yan out. I think a decision is in order. That's what's kind of cool about this division right now because uh, I feel like Sandhagen's a tough matchup for Jan, which is the betting odds don't reflect that. Uh, Jan is like a two-to-one favorite against uh, Sandhagen right now. But I feel like Sandhagen's a tough matchup for Jan, Jan's a tough matchup for Aljamain, and Aljamain's a tough matchup for Sanhag. That's what's kind of cool yeah. about it, right? Is it like it really is. Like, like stylistic matchups in that 135 division? What I took about is with TJ and, and Corey Sanhagen uh, is even though he wasn't getting him down, he was on that back a lot. Yeah, TJ was locked around, body had him around the waist, didn't, wasn't getting him down, but he was there a lot. Now, it's not his style to hop up on a back or anything, but Aljo – he just needs to see that back once. So I agree with you. I think it's not that Corey's a less dangerous fighter, but again, Styles make fights. Peter Jan was a fucking, that was a rough matchup for Al. That was a rough night for Aljo. Yeah. Not to say that it would go the same way, but I'm saying it was a fucking rough night. But 
from what I saw with TJ and, and Corey, uh, uh, you know, Aljo could have a better night with uh with Sanhagen than than uh than Jan. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. You know, it makes it fucking exciting though. <laughs> hey Brett, I got a question. Brett, I got a question for you. Of all yeah. the people, of all people, who always calls you back at least sometimes? Dude, Dean Thomas, my man. All right, just making any, sure. All any, right. Anytime I need an interview, I call Dean. And anytime I want to get uh, gypped on an interview, I call Matt Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> when you can't get in touch with Jimmy, when you want to get in touch with Jimmy, you call me. <laughs> wait, so now wait, you Matt has Matt has said he was going to do an interview and didn't do it. No, I think I shared this. I think I shared this story one time. I haven't asked uh, Matt for an interview for a long time, but when he was fighting, when he was fighting, UFC put put him on the phone with me, and uh, he was like. I don't know what he was doing. He was like driving through the streets of, of New York or something. And uh, it was like, they, they're like, okay, uh, Brett, you ready for your phone or with Matt Sarah? And I'm like, yeah. And so I'm sitting there and uh, they hand the phone over to Matt and Matt's like, and I hear someone yelling and like the, the windows rolling down and he's talking to people like they're driving or something. Like I never got that interview. Well, with any consolation, I do a radio show with Matt twice a week and I had him on my morning radio show and he literally just pulled over in a Target parking lot and talked to us on a Zoom on a Zoom call. So it doesn't work any different if you podcast yeah, with him either. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a big show that Jim and Sam. I'm sorry. Hey, Brett, I, want, I like talking to you so much that I remember the time where you called to do an interview with Tyron Woodley and he was training and I impersonated Tyron and did the whole interview as Tyron Woodley with you. And you was yeah, like, the dude. whole time you were like, you were like, this don't really sound like Tyron. I was like, I oh, know, man, I'm just training. I'm just, in, I'm just not finished training. <laughs> you, didn't, didn't, you, you refused to let it go though. I was like, this ain't Tyron Woodley. You're like, yeah, and I, was yeah like, it it is. Is I, was, I really it's don't me. think this is Tyron Woodley. <laughs> How long into it did you realize he was lying? 30 seconds, dude. Uh, Dean is not a good Tyron Woodley impersonator. <laughs> I have no Tyron Woodley. I have no Tyron. <laughs> Jimmy's not exactly a good Tony Ferguson uh, impersonator, but he, he got me. I got you good. Yeah. <laughs> is that right? Oh, yeah. Poor Tony. I didn't do anything. It's fucking <laughs> Am I the only one on Fight Island out of all you guys? None of you guys? No, I'm it? here. I just got Jesus. in right now. Oh, okay, good. Good. I've never been. You want to come? You, I you do, like but it's no. Nah, I would like to see it once. It's just hard because I have a radio show here in New York. Do I, I have to be here four days a week? I don't have the time to go. But yeah, I kind of I would love to go. It, it doesn't seem as appealing since the pandemic is kind of dying out. Because I could just go to a fight here in New York or Philly. Honestly, I would rather I, I would just go to New York if I were you. Yeah, or Vegas. Yeah, I miss. I've been to a fight in I guess two years now. I definitely miss it. I kind of wanted to go into the uh, the apex too, though. You know, they have little small crowds. I, I like the way those small crowds sound. It's a lot better than it being empty, and it's different than an arena. Man, I'm excited about the return of comms out, man. I think it'd be talked about more if if this wasn't such a crazy card. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like he's got a pushover. With uh, yeah, but I think he's also taking so much time off that some of his steam left him a little bit and i think people forgot a little bit speaking of steam man i want to i remember like I, part of the reason why he didn't come back right away because he was the way the covid hit him all right dude he looks he looks in great shape though man i interviewed him today he he looks in great shape man and that's that's what everybody always says about him is that like that's why he won't lose is because of the, just the way he goes in the gym i like you know when you you know you guys have been like when you've just been around the sport for so long, you get around a guy and you're like, this guy's in freaking great shape, man. Like, like he's, he's big for the weight class. He's cutting weight. And 
He's like lean. Like that, that's the feeling I got when I was around Hamza. I'm like, this dude's, this dude's ready to, this dude's ready to go. Didn't he have something scheduled that kind of COVID, the lingering effects of COVID made him uh, back out of? Well, it's because he was kept coming back to training so fast, you know, like he was, he was starting to recover and then he would like get in the gym and spar a bunch of rounds and end up in the hospital, you know, like coughing blood. That, that's what the deal was. But once they got him to like, just chill out and sit for a while, then he got better and now he's like only focused on 170. He's not going to be bouncing around between 185 and 170. I agree with you, Matt. Like, honestly, if there was only one thing that you could watch on this card, Hamzad might might be it. He might, he might be the only thing that you would – he might be the number one thing you would watch on this card. Wow. Well, that's, that's big. Just because of the stealing, right? I got Hamzad by knockout, man. People don't understand. Like, they think he's just a ground guy. You have, he's, he's got some serious power in his right hand. If you've done, if you did your homework on him and he's a bit wild at times, but his power in his right hand is absolutely devastating. Yeah, man. Shit. And he got Gerald Mershaw at that time. And if you ever saw like, there's a fight online where he he's fighting another Russian dude and he hits him with this uppercut. I mean, this guy gets lifted off his feet and just boom. Like he got Debo, like just boom. It was crazy. Where's my 40 homie? Yeah. <laughs> what you got on my 40, homie? <laughs> I think he loses. I think uh I think he loses his first fight. Uh, I think he's stopped in the second round. No way. Yep. Wow. That's a big prediction there. It is. And half the times I'm right with let me correct myself. 95% of the times I'm wrong. 5% of the time I'm right. But I just get a feeling sometimes that it's just, just a guy's not gonna go undefeated forever. Um and I think everybody's looking past uh, Lee, and I think he gets it done in the second round. I wonder how many amateur fights he has if he's only got three fights. Comes on. Well, doesn't he have a, isn't he 11? Am I remembering wrong? I thought he was like 11 and 0. I could be remembering oh, that. Nine, nine and 0 pro. Oh, nine, no. they, had a hard, they had a hard time getting in fights. Listen, and Jimmy, I think, Jimmy, you wrong, man. I'm telling you, there's stories about him going through Vegas, man, just terrorizing other pros in gyms here in Vegas. We're yeah, just dude. going in gyms and just right. mauling guys. Yeah. I mean, you always hear about like him sparring uh, Gustafson and Latifi. I've also heard that he sparred uh, Yuri Prochaska, who is a beast. Yeah. You know, he's been in there with him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's one of those guys where like his biggest fights have been in the gym, not even in the octagon yet. You know, he's three and oh in the UFC, correct? Yeah. I mean, shit, man. His toughest test was going to be Gerald Mershot, but. He ended it with one punch. So wasn't that the first round? I mean, that was like oh, early was, in the first yeah, round, right? Yeah. 17 it was the first yeah. punch. Yep, that yeah. was the first round. <laughs> so you know, you you could say he's still untested. He's untested for sure. Well, he's gonna be tested, like Jimmy says. Yeah, you guys remember I said that second round. And I'm happy to see Amanda Rebounds back. The good thing is, if he wins, you will remember that. But if if uh, if Shemayev uh, loses, you'll remember I said that. But if Shemayev wins, you're going to forget that I made my stupid prediction. That's the best yeah. part of a prediction like that. It's a risk-free prediction. It's a risk-free really prediction. Is. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to forget. You I'm gonna, won't. I'm gonna have, no. No, I'm ahead. I'm send me. I'm ahead. I'm send me this audio, and I'm gonna replay it over and over on the internet. <laughs> we got Islam coming on too. No, man, I'm so excited for his fight. I don't even like making predictions, though. I mean, I know it's a part of it, but it's like then I find myself pulling for someone because of my prediction, like just because I want to be right. So I, I hate making predictions for that reason. I don't sometimes I don't want to root. I just want to watch. And whatever happens, happens. I don't want to have any feeling about it until it, the, the fight happens. Yeah, well, listen, enough of all this MMA shit. I was telling you guys about that new Dune movie. Hey, Brett, I don't know what you're into, but listen, 
I know you're thinking because I'm a grown man that like Star Wars. This, I they they say it's almost like Games of Thrones, Game of Thrones in space. It's like Star Wars for adults. These are some of the things the critics are throwing around. I agree with them. It's great. I think you could do a lot of worse, a lot worse if you're in quarantine. Put on that HBO Max and you watch that Dune movie. It's a it's a series. It's not a movie. It's a, it's a movie, and it's okay, based on Frank Herbert's sci-fi novel from the seventies. They did a movie. You know who did a movie on it? David Lynch, and it was a fuck. Oh, it was love a David Lynch, dude. Yeah, but it was a shit fest. I didn't like that movie. Oh, and you didn't like it? Was no, Are you listening to this? But yeah, listen, I'm listening. I'm telling you, this movie's got a lot going on. You're gonna like this. Movie. <laughs> I recommend it. But Dean Thomas is probably going to just watch Hoobie Halloween, which is good for the kids, too. With no, nah, man, I, I, watched, I watched Lord of the Rings on the way here, actually. I've never seen that. What, you've never seen Lord of the Rings? Never seen that. Never seen a Harry Potter film. Was, was this a rewatch for you or the first time you saw it? No, it was a rewatch. I like watching it. He's got time to kill. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, man, and them orcs, are, them orcs make me laugh. They're all... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, I love the hotel over there on on, uh, on Yaz Island. What yeah. are you guys doing? When I go, and Dean Thomas knows this, besides the series I watch and all my movies, I bring my virtual reality and I just have a blast. What are you guys doing? What, I mean, what are you doing in your, I mean, in your, in your spare time? You ain't doing shit for 48 hours now. What are you going to do there? What am I doing? I'll find yeah. out. Right. And then Dean, yeah, first you, Brett. Uh, as soon as I hang out with you guys, I'm going to go um, go to the Rooftop pool, have a drink, have dinner. Um, oh, you did your quarantine already. Well, no, there's no quarantine on this one. The one I go to, you don't even got a quarantine. Yeah, yeah, there's no quarantine on this one. Uh, we went, we went jet, we went jet skiing a couple of years ago before all the the Fight Island stuff. There's some stuff to do around here. You, I just thought you guys were stuck in your room for 24, 48 hours. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no quarantine this time. Oh, well then, what am I saying? Go have a, a bike ride around the track. Is there only a certain amount of places you can go or can you go back out, kind of go out wherever you want to now or do they still no, have you kind of a bubble? Completely open. Completely oh, it open. is. I would go to a fucking hookah lounge. I love that <laughs> shit. I love that shit. Let me order some food. Let me take that thing. I like that. That's the way I like the party. The hookah lounge, huh? I never would have guessed that, man. Oh, shit, man. There's one right near there. I went there. And I had a blast. Do you bring your own mouthpiece or do you use their mouthpieces? Nah, they got the little plastic things they put on that fucking oh, oh. oh, Jimmy, this place is so clean, man. Like, you ain't got to worry about nothing. Now, you're sucking through the same thing other people have been. I don't care if it's a new piece. It's still the same piping. Ugh. Hold on. Hold on. The fucking things that have been in that mouth, Jimmy, how dare you? That's the irony of it. It is crazy. <laughs> I, I, everybody's seen your stand-up. The things that have been, you're going to complain about a plastic. Oh, where's that plastic been? The plant, dude. No, they should be afraid of letting you in that place. <laughs> it's just the saliva of a bunch of people. Ah, I just you're not you're not you're not, you're not swapping spit. They got little, <laughs> they got little fucking pieces. They little piece, right? Spit. But it goes over something that yeah. other people have been using. Like it's the same. Ugh. They're not using it. What are you? Now you're fucking. With no, but there's a. There's, isn't there a like a? Isn't there like a hose that comes that you put the piece yeah. on the end of the hose? Yeah, you put the piece on the end of the hose, Jimmy. Is it a new hose? No. Your- <laughs> uh, right, we're not going to fix this today. With no, man. we're not. <laughs> He's been into many houses that are worse than hookah houses. And uh, you keep it <laughs> me. I feel totally at home. 
Okay. I'm in Yaz Island visiting a nice hookah lounge. Hookah lounge. Anyway, Brett, we always love seeing you, dude. Your yeah. hair never goes. Every time I see you, it's like your hair's never out of place. You could do a jujitsu lesson. I guarantee one little thing right. go like that. Dude. Blessed with good hair, man. What can I say? Yeah, I mean, Brett, Brett's coming up, man. Every time I see him around, he be looking all fresh and everything. I'm like, God damn, I didn't know he had it in him. Oh, it looks good. Better, hey, better every time you see me, right, Dean? Yeah. Coming <laughs> up. Dean Thomas, speaking of Lord of the Rings, man, you grow out that beard, you'll be like the black Gandalf. No. Like off the grave, bro. Pass, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, D. Thomas. They're gonna reboot that sooner or later. They're gonna make it more diverse. You can yeah. go in a few roles, a few years. <laughs> I just fucking don't know. I, I would kill it. I'd kill that part. <laughs> How many of them are there? How many Lord of the Rings are there? Three? There's three. Hey, avoid the Hobbit. Can I just? Yeah, yeah. That'll ruin it for you. I think yeah. I saw that. That's the one I said with Martin Freeman, right? With Morgan, with Martin, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman, yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck yeah. is Martin Freeman? Is He's this, in the Morgan office, the British Douglas? office. He's Sherlock Holmes. He's Watson. Yeah, well, listen, yeah. I'm not watching Watson. But the thing is this. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, I recommend. The Hobbit? I might be the size of The Hobbit, but I'm not watching that fucking shit. That's a... That's a, that's a Peter Jackson money grab is what that shit is. Yeah. Yeah. Legolas doing fucking parkour. Go fuck yourself. You didn't like when the eye opened the dragon eye at the end of the movie? Ooh. I didn't like it, Jimmy. Yeah. Fucking Brett. We always love talking to you. Yeah. We have a good time with you. Me too, guys. Dean, I'm happy to see you out here, dude. When am I going to see you? Are you going to, where are you at this week? I don't even know what I'm doing this week. I'm just, I'm here. And it took me forever to get here, but I'm here, and I'm just here for whatever they need me for. All right, all right. I know well, I'm working. Tomorrow, I know I'm working the broadcast for the fight, but I don't know if I'm doing anything else. So, but I'm down. Wayne, Wayne show. You're going to be around there. I don't even think they're doing a Wayne show. No, no, they are. They're doing a Wayne show. Oh, they are. Well, then I guess yeah. I guess I am doing it. Yeah, you got your your call time is seven a.m., bro. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I gotta get the I gotta get the packet. I listen, I'm prepared for anything, man. I'm always prepared for everything. He's a workable yeah. Steve Thomas. Steve Thomas. Hardest working, working guy. Yeah. That's right. You got to. Somebody else gonna take your job. He's got more, he's got more jobs than Aljo has brothers and sisters. Steve <laughs> 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 Thomas. Oh, you stupid, man. You stupid. <laughs> all right he's ready to go brett thank you man we do actually do yeah. have his lobby he's not standing us up he's coming in now oh good but, uh, right. always good talking to you man thank you for coming on and always hanging with us you guys have a good brett, time I, like you. I appreciate you we'll talk to you we'll talk to you next time take all right care, take brett. care buddy This episode of UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by Crypto.com, the official crypto partner of UFC. You've definitely seen their logo on our UFC gear. And crypto is something I'm getting into, so this is really a helpful, helpful site. With over 10 million users around the world, Crypto.com is the fastest growing crypto app, letting you easily buy and sell more than 150 cryptocurrencies. You can even buy Bitcoin with as little as $1. Crypto.com also offers the most popular crypto card in the world. The Crypto.com Visa card offers 
up to 8% back on most purchases, and it comes with amazing perks. 100% rebate for your Netflix, Spotify, and Amazon Prime subscriptions. If you already own some crypto, did you know that Crypto.com offers some of the most competitive reward rates of the industry? You can get up to 8.5% on your Bitcoin or Ethereum, 12% on your USDC, and more. Find out how much you can earn by visiting Crypto.com. Get $25 when you apply for a Crypto.com Metal Visa card on the Crypto.com app using code UFC25. Again, it's $25 when you apply for the card using code UFC25. It's first come, first serve, so act fast. Download the Crypto.com app now on the App Store or Google Play. This podcast is brought to you by NEDS, the official wagering partner of the UFC in Australia. Aussie fight fans, keep an eye out for this weekend's UFC pay-per-view event, Player Pump. Player Pump gives you a special fixed odds price for a fighter to win by markets like Method of Victory, Round Betting, and heaps more. You can even pump up your odds on the UFC by combining your favorite markets across different cards. The action doesn't stop with UFC. NEDS has everything you need to take it to the NEDS level, regardless of what you bet on. NEDS Same Game Multi is now available on more sports than ever before. Blended is also brand new to NEDS and available on all three racing codes. Blended lets you pick multiple runners in the same race at special blended odds. It's never been easier for you to be paid out as a winner. Take UFC to the NEDS level. UFC markets exclude South Australian residents. Minimum blended odds, $1.10. Terms and conditions apply and are available on the NEDS website. Remember to always gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. What's up, guys? What up? We are so excited. We're so excited for this weekend. I'm so excited, too. It's your time, Islam. Your time. Yes, yes. yes. Same thing DC told me now. We just finished with him. Making to do. This is good. Well, well, now we're having fun. Yeah, were you fun. were you surprised Dan Hooker took the fight on uh, on on a relatively uh, uh, brief turnaround? I'm not surprised because he just this fight for him like business. You know, he make money. He asked about more money if he took this fight. I think he could he could, he make good money. And he asked about five rounds. He wanted more money. You know? Ooh, I didn't know that. I didn't either. He wanted five rounds. Yes, he asked. He put some tweet. Let's do five rounds. He asked me, okay, I'm going to say let's go, but it's not working like that. It's not the way it works. Yeah. I'm not going to pay him. No. But for five rounds, he, he wants more money, but I'm not going to pay him. Now, you, I'm sorry, Jim. No, go ahead, buddy. I was going to say you were originally supposed to fight uh, RDA, Rafael uh, Santos. But do you care? I mean, I know you RDA is a former champion and everything, but Dan Hooker, he's got a pretty good reputation himself. Was it? Did, did it matter who it was? Or you yeah, prefer? Matter. But now it's more, more, it's more interesting, you know, fight for uh, versus Dan Hooker, because if I beat RDA, a lot of people are gonna say he's old, he's almost retired, blah blah blah, like this. But I think Hooker number five now, uh, RDR number number six Hooker number seven or eight RDA. That's why Hooker is good idea. 
What do you think he pre- presents differently than RDA? Because I'm sure you were you, you had a plan for RDA. What do you think that Hooker brings that's different? Uh, same, you know, they have almost same skills, you know. Uh, oh, both of those guys have good striking game. But one thing, both these guys don't have wrestling skills. Dean Thomas, I'm not saying I'm Notre Thomas, but what was I saying early about if it's at all close on the feet? Oh, yeah. Islam, the way Islam blends in his takedowns with that Sambo style is so smooth. And just when I, I, re, I don't rewind a lot of stuff, but when I see some of these foot sweeps and these takedowns, I watch it again and again. I rewind. I go, look at the way he did this. So smooth. You know, when you mix it, when you mix it, Sambo with wrestling, this is a little bit different and very good for MMA. I know this. Yeah, obviously, I mean, you're, you're, you're making it work. Islam, I got a question for you. How do you feel about all the comparisons to Habib? And does that add pressure to you in order to perform better? This is not pressure for me, you know, because I'm not amateur guy. I'm like, I have big experience in amateur game and professional career because that's why I don't feel nothing. Just people, a lot of people say, you, you, you like, you, you're going to be like Habib. Just, I want to be like Habib, you know, and I'm going to training hard like Habib for this. I love that. I love that. I, I see there's never any, and there's never any jealousy. There's just brotherly love over there. You guys are very tight. A lot of teams are like that. You know, brother, these these guys, I don't know who can do like this. He come every fight, every guys from our team. He come to support, like live from family now, like for 15 days, two weeks. He stay with us. Help a lot. He cares, man. That's crazy. Dean Thomas would do the same thing, but he'd be like, yo, you better pay me. He pay for everybody. Oh, man. He pay for everybody. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's why yeah. he is loved by all. Everybody loves Habib. Yeah. You never hear any bad things about Habib. Everybody loves him. Unless they're people with bad character. Yeah, or the people that he's beaten. I mean, no, nobody likes to be strangled. <laughs> <laughs> they still love him, though. Yeah, like even like even Dustin Poirier got nothing but good things to say about him. Do you live the same clean life too? Because Habib lives such a clean life. And so, are you are you are you kind of the same same way? Yeah, same way. Because he showed me this way. That's why I just follow. This is easy. If somebody uh, show all roads, you just have to follow. Yeah. And do you like the travel? I asked Brett the same thing. Do you like the travel? Uh, do you enjoy being away from home for a little while to clear your head or do you hate it? No, just when I have fights and that's it. I don't, I, I want, I, I like to spend time, you know, with my family, with my friends in Dagestan because we have everything there. But Habib loves soccer, others like professional sports. That's why he go to the watch some soccer's game many times. How are you with soccer? Do you like soccer also or no? No, I play better than him, but <laughs> I don't watch soccer too much. You don't watch it? No, not too much. Just a little bit sometimes. Does he get competitive with soccer with you or no? Yes, we all the time we play. Now I'm much better than him because he's a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> make, make, wait. 
big, he's big now. That's why. Uh, I can't keep up. So, <laughs> so you, I beat, I beat his team last time. You might have to make him goalie. It's a question because you, you talked about you like spending time. You so you say you like spending time in Dagestan. Um, and to me, like everybody knows who goes to Dagestan, the training is just like an, on another level. But why do so many fighters from Dagestan come to the States then if it's so great in Dagestan? Because they stay in the USA and waiting for some chance, you know, maybe change some people. They want to fight, you know, they have many, many like high level fighters, but they travel to USA and just waiting. Maybe somebody is going to be out, somebody injured. They waiting for some chance, you know. Your opportunity. Yes. And if you're training in the States, people talk about you. Everybody knows you. People get to know you. You're just on people's minds more for a fight. Because all big organization from USA, that's why they want to fight in big organization. That's why. And is coach Javier, did he visit lately to your to your country? He come now. Sometimes he love a Dagestan. Dagestan food, like people, weather. You guys have to come. I'm gonna invite I, I can invite you quite easy. And you're gonna come, you know, bring your team, your your guys training there. We should do a Dana White looking for a fight, Dagestan. Dean Thomas. We should go there for the show. Imagine that. It's gonna be, you know, crazy. It's gonna be very big in Dagestan because you know we have made so many fighters. And you know, guys, who come from Dagestan, or like uh, your gym or Dean gym, like American top team, all fighters like so tough. Yeah. But we have many fighters who cannot travel, who who don't have money for travel or make visa or something like that, who cannot come to USA and live there. We have many many fighters. So there's a lot of great talent that's undiscovered there. Oh, I could imagine. And you can you can watch. Amateur, amateur MMA, all amateur champion, world champion. They complete from uh, with some other country, you know. But they all guys from Dagestan. Ninety percent from Dagestan. I promise. Ninety percent from Dagestan. Really, I like big booty girls, man. I don't know if Dagestan can really supply that. Hey, Dean goes there. He's he's gonna get in trouble. Dean, don't don't don't. Yeah. <laughs> Dean doesn't represent us with that. I, I'm a husband and a father. I don't even want to. <laughs> don't go there don't. You're gonna talk like that and come to Dagestan. Maybe hey. some some not some good. problem. That's right. Yeah, not, that's what I'm saying. That's why I can't I'm, go, man. I'm be in trouble over there. I'm not <laughs> taking this guy with me anywhere near Dagestan. Guy'll get me in trouble just by being with him. I'm not. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got eyes for nothing but arm locks and Kamori. Oh, but Matt, Matt, you look, you look like Dagestan, you know? That's why. I do. You can come like Yes! What you is your, you need a beard. You, you, Matt, you need the beard, though. You got to grow the beard. Uh, I'll grow it out. Name, you like, very famous name, Maga. They give you name, Maga, and you're going to be not Matt, Maga. Oh, not Matt, Maga? Oh, I got excited. Maga. I'm very famous in Dagestan for a second. Then he goes, nah, if your name was Maga. <laughs> Whoa, though. Ah, shoot. You know what I'll do? I'll throw on a Habib shirt and I'll just be, I'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I tell you what, though. I've had some really good training experiences with a lot of Dagestani fighters. I mean, we didn't even speak the same language, but those guys just get it, like Rashid Magomedov and uh, Magomed Magomed Karov. I've worked with those guys a lot. 
and like just like we don't even have to talk. They just can understand the language of fighting because they've done it for so long and they just get it, man. It's so fun working with those guys. Uh, they, they have to improve English like, like me. I have to improve more. And this is big, big problem from Dagestan fighters. Uh, like not many guys speak English. That's why maybe UFC doesn't want to sign all these guys because they cannot promote, you know. But we have to work on that. Is it a hard language to learn? English, no. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I'm working with some teacher, but now I'm a little bit no lazy because I and I understand everything. I I can say what I want. That's why I just a little bit stop. But I know I have to improve more. When did you start? Because like, I'm very bad at second languages. I, I've tried to learn French. I couldn't learn it. I'm English really not my second language. English my third language because I have my Dagestan nationality, my language, and I have, I know Russian language and third one English. Dagestan, there you know, guys, third third thirty-three oh, okay. language. Me have different language. Habib have different language. Oh, is Dagestani and Russian a little closer than Dagestani and English? No, no totally no, different. No. Like different. My ing- my language and Habib language like different. What? I don't understand nothing. Yes, and we have thirty-three. Nobody understand each other. Thirty-three different. Yeah, that's wild, man. Yeah. Hey, I can hardly speak one language. So you know, thank God I have jujitsu. Hold on, I, did, I had no idea. I thought you guys spoke the same language. Yeah. Hold on. What language do you speak and what language does Habib speak? When you come to American Top Team, ask the, the, the boys. Habib have our language. I have, I'm lucky. Habib, our. We have Darginis, Lizgin, Kumik, like many, many, many different. Now, did you learn, how do you guys communicate if you both speak different languages? We speak Russian. Oh, it's, oh okay. In Russian. Is it Jimmy? Yeah. To start working on your Russian, little bird. I can't. Lo- I've tried to learn other languages. My mind doesn't pick it up. I can't. Be- I'm, I'm amazed that anybody can speak more than one language. I'm fascinated by it's that. It's crazy, I can't right? I can't do it. I've tried. My brain just shuts off. Well, look, man, you're a fun fighter to watch. Uh, again, that Drew Dober fight, because Drew is such a solid fighter and such a difficult guy to keep down, and you dominated him pretty pretty uh completely so uh i'm looking forward to this fight against uh against uh hooker who's another great fighter but uh yeah i mean i think it's uh, you have a good chance of winning this fight i say great chance i yeah. have to i have to. he's very confident though does that bother you that he's very confident uh hooker is very confident do you, do you think that he thinks he knows something he's confident because he make money okay that Drew Dober was also confident, Jimmy. And I'm not attacking Drew Dober. I'm I a, know he was. Yeah, but Jimmy, that 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 was a beautiful display of putting it all together, and did it. It made it look fairly easy. I'm I'm just saying. Yeah, and Drew yeah. Dober ain't no 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 chump neither. No, chump at He's all. A very tough kid. Yeah, Drew Dober, very tough guy, very tough guy. But one problem. All right. Well, listen. Good luck on uh, on Saturday. Great talking to you, and uh, it's an incredible fight. And uh, I'm sure we'll be seeing you for a long thank time. You, thank you, guys. All right. You thank you, guys. Good, good energy. I have training now. You're giving good energy. Excellent, brother. Thanks, Islam. Hey, man, kill it, man. Go kick ass. Yeah, Islam. Short time. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you.
This episode of UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by P3, the official protein snack of the UFC. P3 portable protein packs are a savory and crunchy combination of three dynamic sources of protein from meat, cheese, and nuts. Each P3 pack contains up to 13 grams of protein, and they come in great tasting combinations like turkey, almond, and Colby Jack. P3, three dynamic ways to fuel your day with protein-packed meat, cheese, and nuts, because three is better than one. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Dune. Listen, man. Okay. It's this planet, right? It's a desert planet with these huge worm things and... And and they have a a, um, a resource on this planet called spice. Now, spice is used by the locals there for everything to like hallucinate and to, to make life better, a little hippie shit and whatever. But it's also mined for intergalactic travel. They need that kind of spice to to to. It's it's, a, it's the most precious resource in all the galaxies, right? <laughs> Stop it. Listen. So the em- the emperor, right? He put there was this one fucking um, group of people. I forgot the name of them, but they were like very barbaric, right? They're really hardcore. They're nasty. They got all skinheads. And you know who was one of them? It's Trax, the guy. What's his? But Batista is one of them. <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? The guy from Guardians Batista. of the Galaxy. Yes, Batista. David Batista. David, I think that's his name. He's one of them, right? And they're all barbaric. And the, the locals, they're slitting their throats. They're taking their spice. They've been there for fucking 80 years on this planet. And told the emperor, said, look, man, I'm getting a little jealous. They're making a lot of money. Let me get them the fuck off. I'm not, I'm just giving you a, a little quick, what is it, synopsis? Yeah. Synopsis. <laughs> it's a synopsis. Shut up. Synoptis, yeah. How do you pronounce that? Synopsis. I hate you both. You're both not good friends. But listen to me. I want to get you, uh, Jimmy. I want you to know about the movie. So yeah, listen. just give me a quick synopsis. <laughs> and, Antonio, how do you say the synopsis? Synopsis. synopsis. Guys, you mean it's synopsis? If we were in school right now, and there's a teacher witnessing this, they go, "You two, stop bullying, Mister Serenade." Like, oh. No, it's synopsis. You're fucking mean, but that's not the point. No, he, he's right. It's synopsis. It is synopsis. I hate you guys. All right, it is. Antonio, Ooh. show him in the chat what it is. It's synopsis. <laughs> Antonio, you go, but you get involved in this. I'll fucking make a trip to that city so quick. Fucking, you can't break my balls. It's synopsis. Anyway, guys. That's not the point. Right. The point is, What's it about? Like, listen to me. The emperor is like, yo. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take a. Jimmy, you're being very rude. Don't take a call during during my movie review. 
everybody, let's do, let, let's do the Jimmy do the Matt movie minute really quick because we're wasting we're wasting this time. Matt movie minute. That's me. So listen, this is the thing, Dean Thomas. I know you just got off a plane, but this you could do worse. No, no, I want to hear about it. So they did. So really quick to give you a quick uh, sum. I'm going to sum it up. Summary. So the emperor wants, he's getting a little jealous. Hey, listen, these guys are making a lot of money down here. Sure. Get them off the fucking planet. I'm going to put somebody down, another, another uh, family down there to, uh, to ward this fucking be a ward down there and mine the spice and whatever. So that's when they call house or trades and house or trades. They're very, they're very noble. Of course. And they got the young kid, Paul, he might be the one kind of, yeah. this is, and now listen, so they go down there with good intentions. Sure. But that's where it gets that little Game of Thrones feel because uh, a lot of jealousy was this other race was down there for 80 fucking years. These brutes. Right. They're a little jealous. Like, yo, man, Emperor made us get out of here for these mother effers. Sometimes I clean up my clean up my language at weird times. It's appreciated. They they get it, they get this other if they get these other guys off the planet, they were doing a good job mining that shit. So now there's other families coming over, but shit, man, a lot of like a lot of um uh betrayal and and then and it's just it's very exciting listen i don't know if i did a good job <laughs> a good job i don't want any spoilers right 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 you just went 15 minutes on the synopsis of this movie and i still don't know what it's about no idea hot sauce <laughs> and <laughs> some races down there and jimmy, all yeah. that <laughs> jimmy don't don't jump on board with that jimmy. no I, I don't know what it's about either it's a, it's a, oh, a dune it's it's no, I, they're going to, they want to be the ones who mine it and sell it, but they're not too sure. So there are a whole bunch of warriors. Everybody, you could do worse. Yes. And watching Doom. Yes, you could Mark hear about Mark. it. <laughs> 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 so I don't want to tell you a little kid what I say to what you'll mean to me. All right, guys. What do you guys want to talk about the fights, huh? Yeah, do a few picks maybe. Oh yeah, I'm down, man. I am so, have this. Oh fuck! Thank you. Listen to me. I'm gonna say something I probably never said on this show ever. Thank you to our producer Antonio. Why? Because usually I'm yelling at the motherfucker. Yeah, I'm not I'm, I'm I'm not yelling at him. I want you guys to hear. I came across this gem the other day. I was going, you know, you scroll through that Instagram, whatever you're doing when you're on the toilet, and uh, all of a sudden I heard this. The official. Max Payne Griffin, official walkout song. Mm. The Lunas. L the Lunas. L U N I Z. Can I say something? Uh, uh, Jimmy, you didn't hear it, did you, uh, Dean? Well, listen. No. I'm just going to let you know this, dude. Knock your ass out. Max Payne. Choke your ass out. Max Payne. Make you tap out. Max Payne. Max Payne. Let's do it again. Ready? Knock your ass out. Max Payne. Wait, hold. Oh, someone doesn't want to play along. It's fun. It's fun. Try it. Try. Don't make me talk like I'm talking to my kids. Try it now. Okay. You don't have to like it, but just try it. Ready? I'm going to start again. Okay. Knock your ass out. Max, Max Payne. Pain. Knock your ass out. Max, Max Payne. Make you tap out. Max, Max Payne. Pain. Max Payne. Max Payne. Knock your ass out. Max, Max Payne. Knock your ass out. Max Payne. Pick the tap out. Max Payne. <laughs> Max, <laughs> Payne. Max, Payne. Max Payne made Jimmy tap out. 
Me and Dean Thomas, I like it. Listen, we let's do the remix. That hook? Yeah. That fucking hook? I heard it once, ready? It's in my fucking brain. Hey, Dean Thomas, um, knock your ass out. Max Payne. Took your ass out. Max Payne. Make it tap out. Max Payne. Max Payne. Payne. Max Payne. I think we got something. Jimmy, I just like, hi, Jimmy. Yep. Jimmy loves me so much or else he would have stopped doing this show ages ago. (laughs) Jimmy, and, and what you brought up before, it really opened my eyes about doing your show and me pulling over in the stop and shop parking lot. It's not very professional at all. It's actually the opposite of professional. That's okay. And the next time you invite me on, well, actually, no, you need to do it in studio now. Yeah, we'd love to have you. I'll never come back. Come on. So listen, man, I can't do it. Hey, listen, let's do a quick couple of fights. Huh? Yes. It's a long show, but it's a fun show. Fun show. Uh, all right. Hey, I'm going, listen, I like that Polish power. I have nothing against John Blahovitz. I think he's underrated. I think people don't give him Agree. enough, enough uh, shine. But like, like Jimmy likes to say, glove is coming for all that smoke. I got all the smoke. I got all of it. I th- how do you think he wins? How I think he wins? Yeah. Head and arm choke. What round? What? What round? Third round. It's funny. I was going to say Glover, third round stoppage. Um, Jiu-jitsu. I'll say fourth round. Glover, fourth round. I got Jimmy, I'm with you. I got Glover. I got Glover in the fourth by TKO, ground and pound. Oh, ground and pound. And what do you say? Because Blahovich couldn't, and not couldn't, but he went the distance with Adesanya, and he had him on the ground, and he wasn't able to put him away. Um, you know, Adesanya was not uh, equipped to deal with him on the ground. So uh, I certainly don't think he'll stop Glover that way. So I'm going to take Glover fourth round, uh, a TKO of some sort, yeah. Could be ground and pound, it could be a standing. Using his jujitsu, The great equalizer? Yeah, Glover's jiu-jitsu is going to be better. Jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-jitsu, Glover will have his day. Jiu-jitsu, Jiu-jitsu, he'll use his Brazilian Jiu-jitsu. I believe Glover will have his day. Thank you, guys. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that. I feel, let's go on to the next thing. You could just- Sanhagen Jan. Piotr Jan against Corey Sanhagen. You want me to make another song about it? No. I mean, no, because then I just get too excited. I can't concentrate on the fight. Jimmy, Jimmy look at Dean's face. I think the fight is either the flight caught up to him or he wants to jump yeah. out the fucking window for listening. To, look at him. He, all of that yeah. smile just went like, like this one. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, suddenly that 15-hour flight. Anyway. I'm taking, I think you said it, Matt, Sanhagen by decision. Jimmy, Jimmy tries to play those little mind tricks on me. Listen, no. I, I Man, I'm telling you, I like Sanhagen, though. I don't want to go with who I like more because I kind of really like Sanhagen because he's such a nice kid. And it's not that I don't like Jan. I fucking like Jan a lot. He's just, he, I like him because he's kind of like a little, he reminds me of like a little, like Siberian psychopath. Like he's just like that guy, just that guy is not made for anything else but this. Right. Oh, yeah. Corey, I think if something falls through, that guy can go and 
you know, anything he wants to be. That guy's a strong, but very crafty. I man, what 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 you say, Dean Thomas? All right, here's what I'm saying. All right. Corey Sanhagen to me matches up well against Jan. Not saying he's a better, you know, he's better, but he matches up well. But I think he's had so many opportunities fall out of his hands. Like the fight with Aljo just like fell out of his hands. The fight with TJ Dillashaw just fell out of his hands. I think this is a moment where he goes, you know what? I can't let this opportunity fall out of my hands. I think he brings his best game and he wins a decision against Peter Jan. Mm. I, listen, I could go back and forth with this one all day long. I See, that, that's what we talk about with the stuff we like, guys. You don't want to pick against them. But just you guys are both going with, 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 uh, with Corey, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with Jan. I just think that Jan, guy, guy, what is he, how many losses does he have? How many losses does Jan have on his record? He has, he's like one split decision loss. I know. And it was to a wrestling-based kid, if I remember. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like. I, I think the length, the footwork of Corey possesses problems for a majority of, this, of the whole division. Most, most, most guys. I think, I think Jan is just such a little terminator. I think he's going to, I think he's going to power through. And I'm going to say Jan fourth round stoppage. I don't, that might sound crazy. I don't know, but that's what I'm going with. I think he's just such a, he is a fucking beast. Corey's going to have to literally, do what, he, what he's done to other people, put him away. Because there's no fear in Jan. There's no, there's yeah. not, there's not, there's not, if there's anybody that's right, I, I love, there's one, <laughs> there's a thing on, I think I saw it on Instagram or somewhere, like a meme. And it's a pictures of Jan on like a family vacation. And uh, at, at something else with his, and every picture with his kids, whatever, every picture, everybody's smiling and he's just got to look up stone cold, stone cold look on his face with all these pictures these beautiful pictures with his family and wherever. And then I see a picture. There's only one picture of him in like the bottom corner smiling. And that's in the cage, just ear to ear. And he had some blood on his face. and He is made for that cage. He is. I ain't gonna lie about that, man. He is certainly made to fight, man. He was put on his earth to fight people. Yes. And uh, I, I, I am, I'm just, that's the edge of your seat one. You know, yeah. so, but I'm going to, I'm going to go with Jan. I just, for me, I just can't see Corey Sanhagen letting this opportunity slip out of his hands after letting the other two get so far away from him. I think that he just, he's going to have to, because if he doesn't do it now, he'll never get this opportunity again. Let's also talk real quick about, let's do one more. Islam versus hooker. Islam. I take Makashev in the second round. I got Islam. I got him uh, third round stoppage. Hook is going to hang in there, but I think Hook is going to have a hard time. There might be a submission in there. He, yeah. blends, in that, he blends in those fucking takedowns beautifully, as well as anyone. Yeah. And he's got the striking also, man. Uh, there's the length of Hooker, but, you know, and there's that, that nasty knee, but I don't know. I, I think that uh, it's Islam's time right now. Yeah, man. And what he did with Tiago Moises, and I know Tiago Moises, he's a very young prospect, very good who blends everything well together. And he was just all over him and he shut him out. Uh, yeah. Makachev. And yeah, he's, he's something else, man. I, I'd be afraid to fight him. I'll be, so I, I think he's going to, he's going to stop hooker in the third. Right before this whole card comes on, you know, uh, I'm going to 
put on Max Payne's um, walkout song. And I'm just going to be sitting there saying, he'll knock you out. Max Payne. He'll choke you out. Max Payne. He'll make you tap out. Max Payne. Max Payne. Max, Max Payne. Payne. What do you guys want to plug? <laughs> Lee, I want to do one more fight. I want to do... Oh, Jilian uh, against uh, uh, Hamzat Shemaev. I think uh, Lee beats him in the second round. He stops him, and nobody believes me. You all think Shemaev is going to win. I just wanted that for the record. I, well, well, now, uh, now I got to call it. All right. All right. And I'm going to say Hamzat. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to say by second round stoppage. I, I, there you go. I'm going Hamzat. I think I think I'm on the Kamzat train right now. I think this comeback fight, he's going to get a knockout in the first round. He'll have some tougher tests later, but he's he's going to knock this dude out in the first round. My dog, listen, speaking of little trains, Jimmy's famous. He's like a little hobo with that little that stick with a little handkerchief handkerchief thing. You said it wrong. He's like a hobo. I love you either way, but listen, you jump on and off that fucking train real quick. I you're was like, never on the Hamza Shemaev like, train. You are, well, you are Francis's on and off, on and off. No. What's the next stop? You're sitting there like with fucking Pee Wee Herman and that fucking, that old guy. Shoo, fly, shoo, fly, shoo, shoo, fly, shoo, fly, shoo, shoo, fly, shoo, fly, shoo. And then but I call it as I see it. If I thought Francis, who I thought uh, uh, Stipe did a masterful job against Francis in the first fight, but this, uh, the, the fight after Francis had against Lewis I didn't like the way he fought. I didn't like that he was afraid to pull the trigger. And I had also, uh, someone had told me, a little birdie had told me, which may not have been true, that he was only sparring with middleweights. He wasn't sparring with uh, heavyweights. I'm not saying that's true, but I was like, I don't know what he's doing. So, yeah, I always liked Francis, but I did think that he was going to lose. I forget who he fought right after Derek Lewis and beat, but I did think he was going to lose that fight. Listen to me. You're not a fair weather friend. I'm no, the, I like him, but I'm I didn't the, like him any I'm less. Worried about you not liking me one day. If I no, I love you. <laughs> but I was never on the Shemaev, never on the Hamzat Shemaev. I think he's a great fighter, but I was never on that uh, train. Well, Dean Thomas, what are you going to do with Jimmy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, I understand. I understand. You no, know, jump on one of those little trolleys. Listen, what do you want to plug, Dean Thomas? Plug, dude, you got 10 million things going on. Want something? I saw you do a little TikTok dance with some blonde girl. Who is that? Oh, that's a girl I work with at ESPN. Oh, yeah. And one of you plug your ESPN show. My ESPN West Palm show. You can just download the ESPN app and go to ESPN West Palm. I'm on every day from three to five Eastern time. I'm on Sirius. You do yeah. a show every day three to five. Yeah. Man, I do a show two days a week with Jimmy for an hour, and I'm doing I'm spent. Um, today's episode, I might need a nap after this. I mean, I was, <laughs> I'm having Jimmy laughing at my jokes. Actually, the opposite of that. He wasn't laughing. But, you know. But the important thing that we do is we uh, look, do looking for a fight. So we got looking okay. for a fight coming okay. up. Yes. All I know is that last episode with Derek Lewis, guest, uh, or as the lone guest with us, a guest, a guest star. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, last time I looked, I don't know, 1.1 million. The show's got legs. The show has legs. Okay? I love that. All right. I love uh, it. I think we're all on Cameo. Yeah, we're and, all on uh, Cameo. Where are you going to be 
Where are you going to be this weekend, Jimmy? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Philadelphia, Helium Comedy Club. It's a new hour of material. Come on now. Come out. And guys, I Thank got Leon Davies. She's two-time Nogi Women's Champion, uh, World Champion in Jiu-Jitsu. She's going to be doing a little seminar at Sarah BJJ Huntington. So if you're anywhere around Long Island, all schools are welcome. This Friday night, it's going to be so nice. There you go. I, I like to spread the, uh, you know, the Jiu-Jitsu love, you know? Okay. All right, guys. Listen, Dean, yes. have a good time, man. I freaking miss you. Man, let's get up soon. Oh, I'll be in I'll be in New York next week, man. So uh, you know, maybe we catch up. What are you doing? Oh, uh, don't even say it. The fight. Oh shit, I'll be here too. I'll be uh, oh shit. It's oh, next man. week. UFC two seven sixty-eight. Raging Al. Raging Ali Quinta versus Bobby mm-hmm. Quinta. I'm so excited. And then oh. after that, and after that, me and Dean Thomas are gonna go to Denver for looking for a fight. Very nice. Yeah, that's right. Exciting, such exciting times. Yeah, you see Sanhagen while you're out there. He's from. De- I don't know if he's sure he's still living out there, but he was. He's from Denver. Yeah, yeah he's out there. Yes, I'm gonna see him. We'll make a point for that, but we're looking for new. Talent. I'm gonna see the new champ. Yep. Yeah. Oh well, we'll see. Dun, 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 dun. On that note, bye guys. Thanks, Dean. Bye. All right, Joe. <laughs> yeah, bye. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.